It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Listeners, thank you for being here today on the show, Now or Never, The Choice is Yours, and for making the choice to be here. It's the holiday season. I've got my little sparkly Christmas hat on today, and it's a little bling bling, but here we go. We're doing this. (laughs) Today's show is How to Face Any Challenges with Courage. My show guest today is Samantha Mullaney. Are you in the middle of a challenge As you look toward a new year, is there a sense of weariness? How do you stay strong in the face of adversity? Author Samantha Mullaney is my guest today, and she wants to share her own experiences and hope to provide tips to make your situation easier. She'll share her own experiences as a mom and the journey of her own daughter's pediatric liver transplant. Her vulnerability will inspire all of you no matter what you're dealing with in life. So shout out, Samantha, how are you doing this morning? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Tis a season and we're jolly and we're not stressed because Samantha's done shopping for Christmas and I had mine December 4th. So we are so good right now. (laughs) Oh, my heck. Everyone, as we begin the show, you know how I like to just get grounded. So I invite my listeners to close your eyes, get in a comfortable position, both feet on the ground, close your eyes and take a deep breath in, breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. Another deep breath in and out through your mouth. Then bring your hands up on your shoulders like you're giving yourself a big hug. Continue with your deep breaths. And I want you to repeat three times. I am worthy of my love. 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 Take another deep breath in. And release. And one more deep breath in. And release. And then tapping three times on your chest, repeating the word accept. Accept, accept, accept. One more deep breath in. And releasing. Listeners, I hope that you took the opportunity just for those couple of seconds to take those deep breaths, those deep bellow, bellow breathing, not the shallow in the chest, and really concentrate, allowing that breath of life and the gift that we have each day. Breath is the most important thing that we have, and it's such a beautiful gift, and I truly appreciate it. So remember, when you don't, you know, and everything's crashing down on you, take a deep breath. Remember the gratitude that we have. 
As we begin, listeners, we always do our affirmation. And I shuffled them up and one popped out today. And I invite my guest, Samantha, as I read the card, if you would share what came to your thought as I read the card to you. And it's crazy how each time the card relates to the show or the experiences that are going on in your life. Today's affirmation is, I am being, I am being, I am being. So, Samantha, what came to your mind when I read that card? That's beautiful. I think what comes to mind is really being in, you know, whatever you're doing. And I think especially this time of year, there's so much hustle and bustle and our task lists are a mile long and all the things and just really focusing on being whatever, whatever we're doing. I love that you started with, you know, just breathing and being here right now. And it, you know, it doesn't mean that that task list is gone. We still have that, but just focus on being here right now, whatever, whatever you're doing, just be there. I love that. Listeners, write that down. This is really, to me, a really important one. As soon as I read it, I'm like, ah, thank you, universe, for doing that today. Because it is just like Samantha pointed out with her words. It's a hustle and bustle time of the season. And just to be in the moment, taking the deep breath and understanding the importance of that. I am being. Write it on your sticky note. Put it up on your mirror so you can see it every day, every morning this next week. I am being. Being in the moment, being in the time, being still to me. So I love that. Okay, listeners, we are in for a treat today. I'm going to um, introduce our guest, Samantha Mullaney. She's a wife and a mother of two beautiful girls. As a health coach and success ambassador, she um, facilitates change in clients from the inside out. She is passionate about using the power of a positive mindset to help others feel their best and bring meaningful personal growth. Samantha is an advocate of organ donation who loves to share her daughter's experiences of receiving a life-saving pediatric liver transplant. By sharing the lessons learned from her family's journey, she inspires people to keep the faith during hardship. She hopes that the experience and wisdom gained from her own challenges can help others through difficult situations. Samantha, thank you for being here this morning. Thank you. I love, I love your bio. And tell me how old your girls are. They are eight and six. Eight and six. And um, Samantha and I have a personal relationship here. We're like family related through, not blood, but we're there. And so I get the privilege of seeing her on Facebook and Instagram and the post with her beautiful kids. And she has a routine every morning. You have a routine, don't you? I would love you to share the routine because I'm a routine person too. I get up at five o'clock. I go work out, get back home, take the dogs hiking, get my meditation. I mean, I'm just like, I have my schedule. But even during the busy holidays, you're still doing it. Yeah. And I love that. That was one of my, how to relieve stress this year was that was one of them. Stay on schedule as much as you can. Yeah. Stay on budget and to breathe. And so you're doing all of it. I love it. (laughs) Oh, you're very kind. (laughs) Yeah. So share everyone your schedule. It's crazy what you do in the mornings. 
Yeah. Well, I don't get up at five like you, Karen. Um, so I typically get up at 545 um, and I lead a study club at 6 a.m. So we all uh, get on and study together. So it's mindset work and um, I love it. And then from there, I, you know, get the kids off to school, at least my oldest, my youngest um, has half day kindergarten. And then I come back and I work out. I love that as well. And then kind of the day goes on, but I, I love feeling my cup first so that I can really pour into my kids. And a lot of times people are like, how do you do that? How do you do that? And I'm like, how do you not? <laughs> like, if I don't take care of myself, I'm just Cruella. And my girls deserve a happy and patient mom. And so I, I have to fill my cup first so that I can be there for them as well. So. And I love the fact that you said that, Samantha, because I think so often as moms, we put ourselves last. Uh, Yeah, totally. And we should be putting ourselves first. I mean, what a challenge doing filling your cup first. Tell me a little bit about your mindset um, group, because I know we mentioned it in the bio, but I want to know about this and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I work with a mentor. Um, I started working with her last year, um, right when the world started crashing down, which was crazy timing, but also uh, the perfect timing for me. So it was April 2020, and she is a top coach with Bob Proctor. And I just, once I heard her, I knew that it was for me. And so I jumped in and I have absolutely loved it. And I've been able to, you know, take on some leadership roles with her. And so it's just been a great experience. I love it. That's great. So how exactly is it set up? Do you guys read like certain books or does she have a whole like curriculum that you guys follow along? How does that, how does that work? Yeah, great question. Um, So most of us are studying a program called Thinking Into Results. And so, um, you know, we're all in different lessons and things like that, but we're all kind of studying the same thing. And what's powerful about it is we jump on and kind of say hello. Um, I am lucky that I get to lead it. And so I welcome everyone there. And then we turn off our cameras. We're all on Zoom. So we're, you know, all over and we turn off our cameras and we study and then we come back and it's just neat to be able to share with each other what's sticking out. And it's funny how no matter what lesson we're on, um, all the shares just come together and, you know, we just help each other learn and grow. And so it's, it's a great way to start the morning for sure. I think that's great. And the accountability is so important. Yes. And yeah. I love that. I have a couple of programs I do too, where you're on Zoom, but then you've got, you know, turn off the camera and you go and do your, you know, your stay, you're reading your calls, whatever it is during that time. Yeah. And that's just important. It's the accountability and the routine. Mm-hmm. And you're starting the day off with these beautiful women. Yeah. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. That's the beauty yeah. of technology, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I feel like they're my best friends and yet I've never met them. (laughs) So technology really is amazing. (laughs) It is. And I love that. And I'm sure you just do a wonderful job at leading. And she will highlight. This is the other thing I love that you do, Samantha. You will highlight like little paragraphs that you've read um, in your Instagram or Facebook book. And just kind of like, hey, hello, people. Take a minute, read this. What do you think? You know, and you're opening up people's thoughts and and ideas and giving them something to think about. And I think that's very powerful, especially in this world today where everyone's just sometimes not as happy 
Yeah. You know, but we're trying to spread the light and love throughout the world. So here we go. (laughs) Yeah. And tell me a little bit about your family. So we talked about your daughter had um, a liver transplant. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey? Yeah, of course. Um, It's always crazy because she was actually diagnosed in December. So Mm -hmm. this time of year, um, I kind of, you know, relive it a little bit. Um, So my daughter, so this is my second daughter. um, So she's the one that's six now. And um, when she was a baby, like totally fine. She she was pretty much a normal baby. And, uh, I went in for her two month visit and, um, yeah, from there, it just started, started this journey of liver disease. So she had a major transplant at almost three months old. Mm -hmm. And then unfortunately that, um, didn't last her very long. And so then she ended up having a liver transplant at nine months old. Wow. So with the with the transplant and things like that, I know you you're an advocate for donors. I am, and I can see why. Yeah, that is like a huge um, a huge thing, and not not to take light off the subject, but when my when Kalina eighteen passed away, that was the first thing they said. They came in, they were like, "What can we? You know, what what are you willing to donate?" Mm-hmm. And that was one of those things where you step back and you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, I just lost my daughter, but you're thinking of other people she could be saving and the power of that. And you're on the other side, you know, and I don't know, you know, how many people clean it helped or whatever during that time, but I just hope at least one person just like with you, you know what I mean? But you had twice, you had to go through the surgery. So what happened the first time? What, why didn't it go through? So um, the first surgery is called Kasai. So she was diagnosed. It's a liver disease called biliary atresia, and it is where the bile builds up Mm -hmm. and then it destroys the liver. And so that's what happened is she was a normal baby until it kind of built up. And I talk about this in my book, actually, but like for the first three weeks of life, she was a perfect angel, just perfect angel. And then Um, as that bile started building up, obviously we didn't know yet, but all of a sudden, like completely new baby, super fussy and throwing up all the time and just all these things. And so when they did that surgery, a lot of times they like to do it when the, um, when the babies are younger. And unfortunately she was a little bit on the older side at almost three months old. So we did it hoping, of course, as any parent would that, you know, that would be the end. And I totally thought as a mom, that's the end, like transplant that that's great. But you know, that's for other people. That's not going to be my story. And unfortunately it wasn't. And so it did buy her a little bit of time, um, but not very much until she needed a liver transplant. So then she received that at nine months old. Is that what you said? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so after the second surgery, mm-hmm. how, how's life for her? How how are you guys doing? Like, yeah, it's not just like, oh, things are great because. <laughs> well, um, not to give too much away, but um, yes, things are great now. Um, but a year after that, she had another major surgery to reroute uh, some of the blood vessels. Um, her liver was not her portal vein clotted right after transplant. And so again, she needed another transplant. And then 
Um, a year after that, she actually needed that same surgery again, but it was a little bit bigger. Um, she was listed again uh, for a transplant for the second time around. Um, and this was in 2018. And it was a complete miracle. The surgeon was like, I don't know if this is going to work, which is why we listed her again, all the things. And she came out of that and she's just been thriving ever since. Um, so it, it was quite a journey there for several years. So basically the first three years, you said her last one was close to three years surgery. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the first three years have been woo, roller coaster complete. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about playing on the emotions of a parent yeah. and family members and loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. I, I know we all go through times where we're kind of in that survival mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be honest, it it was survival mode for a couple of years, which is a long time <laughs> to be in that. So I don't think a couple of years is that long with everything that you've been through. <laughs> you know, to me, there's no time limit. I mean, after the loss of clean, I was probably in survival mode till yeah. know, maybe yesterday. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing, but like, it's, it's a while, right? It takes time and there's no time limit. And I don't think anyone should feel terrible if it takes them two years, two months, 20 years. Yeah. For sure. we're, we're all different and we all learn and grow in different ways. And for a reason, there's yeah. things we continue to learn. And that's the opportunity that we have, which to me is wonderful. Yeah. So when we come back, you mentioned a book. And I hope that sparked my listeners because <laughs> I knew you had a book, but many people don't. So we're going to talk more about your book as we come back after this break. But listeners, remember, um. Our affirmation for today was being. So I invite you for the next during the break, just to be, maybe do some deep breathing. Just listen, listen to yourself of what's going on. Listen with your heart and not your mind. And as we enter into this next break, I'm so excited to continue to speak with Samantha and come back and learn more about her book, her family, her ups and downs, roller coaster that she wrote on. For three years plus, I would say. (laughs) We will be right back after this break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Paths Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. 
Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth. Live now and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. And I hope that you took advice and just, I am being, you, you were still for a couple of minutes taking a deep breath. This next part of the show is sponsored by Aluva. Aluva is a new product, health product that will clean out the gut and cleanse out all the bacteria that's in there so you can start living a healthy, nutritious life. You can go to aluva.co backslash e backslash now or never. Our guest today is Samantha Mullaney. If you just tuned in with us, she is a mom of two beautiful children, married to a wonderful man, and is an advocate for um, passionate. She's passionate for... Oh, my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. You guys, it's out the door. Okay, coming back. Here we go. (laughs) This is what I love about life. She's a health coach and a success ambassador. And she is just starting this new part of her life. So she's just new at it, but she's loving it. And she has been focusing her attention and energy on another hobby. I don't even know if you, would you say it's a hobby? My book? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what you call it. (laughs) Dream, a dream. A dream, a dream. So we're going to talk a little bit about her book that she just had published when? This last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Just in the last several months. Okay. So take it away. You've got this stage, babe. This is all about (laughs) you right now. (laughs) Tell us the name of the book and kind of outline what the book is about. I would love to hear. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So my book right here, it's called Live Real and um, it's Faith, Miracles and Lessons Learned Through a Pediatric Liver Transplant. And that really is what it is. It's a story of my daughter's journey who had a liver transplant at nine months old, as I mentioned, and just really uh, the lessons that we learned along the way, there were so many. And this uh, was something that has been on my heart for several years, honestly, for a couple of reasons. I really wanted my daughter to be able to know what she went through. And she doesn't remember any of it. Um, I often joke that I should have come home more when she was in the, when she was in the hospital, (laughs) 
because she doesn't remember any of it. Obviously, I'm kidding. I'm so glad I was there with her all the time. Um, But she doesn't remember it, which is such a blessing, but also crazy to me because it was so much. Um, So I wanted her to be able to just know how strong she was and to realize what she had been through. But not only her, but my oldest as well. She went through a lot watching her sister be Mm -hmm. so sick and almost dying and hospital life in and out all the time. And so it kind of started as something that I wanted to do for my daughters. But then also I realized there were so many lessons that our family learned that we would have learned no other way that I wanted to be able to share that with others. And whether they're, you know, on a similar journey with liver disease and biliary atresia like us, um, you know, you know, all the terms and that, but, but even if not, we all go through challenges and to be able to learn from her story and really take her story to life and take those lessons and apply them in their own lives as well. So do you feel like your daughter was your inspiration to write the book? Absolutely. Know and feel what, what the family was going through. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then also when you go through, I know because of loss or change or whatever, um, there comes some times, like we talked about this earlier, there's roller coasters, you know, and you're in survival mode. And we talked about that before going to break. And I know listeners, there's a lot of us right now during the holiday season, it brings up some really tough times where depression, where people's are anxious. They're, they're in a funk, yeah. you know, because they've had loss and they've had things happen to them. Mm-hmm. How can your book, Samantha, how can your book help them with yeah. it? Can, do you have like a certain part you could share or something that you went through that you could share with the listeners that during that, that time where you're feeling like lost going, oh my gosh, we don't know the unknown, right? The unknown. Was there a little story you could share from the book or just your personal life story about what you went through and how that might engage someone and lift our listeners up? Yeah, um, there's there's so many, honestly, that come to mind. So just read the book. (laughs) Um, But uh, a couple things um, I... So one that comes to mind, we were actually in the hospital on Christmas day, um, Kendall's first year of life. And that was something that had never, ever, ever crossed my mind of being in the hospital on Christmas. And, um, it, it, it was a lot. And I was grateful that our girls were little, but me and my husband, we still knew it was Christmas day. And, um, It was just hard. And um, I actually remember there was a family that we met on Christmas Day and they had a young one in the hospital as well. And they were just so happy. And I just wanted to be like, do you realize where we are and what day it is? Like, But they were so great. And that really left such an impression on me. And um, I think just being mindful of, of those situations, like I had never thought of people being in the hospital on Christmas day, but like it happens all the time. And not only that, but there's other holidays. And, um, I, it really, really taught me to enjoy, enjoy all the things that do happen because 
um, you know, as, as you read my story, there were so many plans um, because of her suppressed immune system, especially right after the transplant. She was sick all the time. And like there were so many plans that didn't happen because of our situation. And it really, really taught me to you can focus on that of all the things that didn't happen, but focus on the good things. And even if it's not like a huge, fantastic day of going to Disneyland or something like that, but I caught myself just on the simple days when there were no labs, you know, she wasn't getting poked that day or, you know, finding little toys in my shoes that my kids had put there or just little things and really just being grateful for the little things that happened. And, you know, just those little moments where you really just feel happy, even when it's just a normal, normal day. I appreciate that. It's always the simple things, right? Yeah. The little things in life that can add. And it's not always about the Disneyland trips. And I love the fact that you realize the other family that was there on Christmas, how they generated happiness around them. Yeah. Why? Do you know why? What was happening in their life? Like, did you say, why are you so happy? I'm like, I'm suffering here. What makes you so happy? Help me here. Because I'm all about asking questions and going, why are you smiling? Okay. Life right here is devastating. Mm -hmm. So do you know the reason behind why, why were they so happy? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think a lot of it was their faith, um, which I mentioned in my book as well. Um, that was part of it. And, um, I also really noticed that they, um, they were thinking of everyone else in the hospital and not themselves. And I was totally thinking of me and, oh, you know, this isn't fun and this isn't fair and all these things, but yet, and I'm not usually a super outgoing person. And so, um, but I just watched as they went to each room and they, you know, there was a playroom in the hospital where Alex would play a lot and they just wanted everyone to come in there and like have a party in there. And, you know, as, as I got to know them, they actually had lost a little baby, um, I think it was to SIDS, if I remember right. Um, but they had already lost a child. And then here was another child in the hospital. And I just thought, oh, my goodness. Like, But they were just amazing to me. At, but I, I think the key was they were thinking of everyone else and not themselves, where at the moment <laughs> I was thinking of me. <laughs> but I love the fact that you were able to open up and like whether it was in that moment or stepping back. And, and realizing, seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. And service to me is one of those, you know, Christ taught us to be of service to others. I mean, it's something that Buddha, Mary, I mean, everyone talks about service yeah. and getting out of your own way yeah. and giving back mm -hmm. to other people. Yeah. And during this holiday season, Samantha, do you have any ideas you can give to people to help them be of service to others? Um, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> you kind of are, um, but that's okay. Um, no, I, I think there's, I think there's lots of ideas. Um, you know, we, oh, I, I get emotional, but there were so many Christmases where we, um, were given so much and, um, 
all of those little things, like I remember, I remember. And so I think just like you said, like get out of your own way and don't think about you, but just think about that person. And I think whatever comes to mind, do it, whether it's big or small. I, I mentioned in the book, one thing that we uh, started doing as a family is every year, um, it's kind of got messed up with COVID <laughs> to be honest, but before yeah. COVID we would always take books uh, to the kids and we'd buy like a pack of books. And I remember it was so special because my girls wanted those books and my oldest would tell my youngest, like, those aren't for us. Those are for kids in the hospital. And we just put a little note saying, you know, love a family that was in the hospital one year for Christmas. And I just think there's so many ways. I I think a lot of times we think it's, it's the big stuff, but really it can be a little something, you know, sending a text to someone that might be lonely this Christmas or might be feeling down, like you mentioned, or just, just little things like that. But I can promise you there were so many acts of kindness that we received Um, that I'll always remember. I remember one year someone did the 12 days of Christmas to us and gave us a little Fisher Price nativity. And every single year, even as my girls get older, that's like the highlight of getting the Christmas stuff out is that nativity. And I still don't know who, who that was, but we remember that. And those little, those little acts, people, people really do remember. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how people come out of the woodwork Um, when you're going through trials and tribulations, whether it's family, friends, people you don't know, like you said, strangers. I remember receiving, um, after the loss of Kalina, letters from people, strangers, who had lost their own children Mm -hmm. and sharing their heart with me. Yeah. And understanding that, okay, I'm not alone. Oh, no. And during times like that, you feel alone. Yeah. You know? And then realizing, you know what? Other people have gone through this. Other people have lived through it. Mm-hmm. So can I. Yeah. You know, the name of my show, Now or Never, the choice is yours. You've got two choices. You can yeah. either get up and get going or stay down. Mm-hmm. And as you realize with, with your daughter as a baby and infant, how precious life is. Yeah. And how fragile it is. Yeah. And that is something it's, we kind of take for granted, I think. Mm-hmm. We get caught up and then things are happening. I love, love your ideas about the service, about giving back the books and taking them to the hospital. Listeners, li- listen to that. What are some ideas you can do? Yeah. Right? And getting out of your way. I know when we've always, when the kids were young, we always would go help serve at soup kitchens or things like that. Mm-hmm. And I shared this on an interview earlier this week. They were talking about being of service. And I remember one year we lived in Texas and Kalina was probably 10 at the time. And she had this purple coat, just cute little purple, you know, back in the 90s, flashy purple coat. <laughs> and she'd gotten a new one for Christmas that year. And so she decided it was a coat drive, you know, for other people. So she decided to give up the purple coat and donate it. And so that day we did. So you put everything up, up on the tables and things like that. And families that, you know, weren't as well off were coming through and grabbing coats and things like that. And all of a sudden we're like handing out soup, you know, dishing up the food and stuff for the, for the families. And Kalina's is like tugging on them. She's like, oh, there's my coat. That little girl has my coat. And to see the excitement in her eyes, understanding what she just did. 
she ran over and she started talking to her and going, oh my gosh, I love you. You know, just introducing herself to her and everything like that. But she didn't make the other little girl feel bad. Oh, that's my coat. Mm -hmm. She was just so grateful that she saw what her donation went to. And a lot of times we donate with the money, with tithes, with whatever that we do with um, in life. And we're not, we don't always see where it goes. But when you have the opportunity to see, sometimes it opens up the picture a little bit bigger for other people to look in and go, wow, okay. And I always loved, you know, that and her attitude about, oh my gosh, someone else is getting, you know, something useful that I gave to them, you know, because you never know sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. And I love about the books and how your daughters were kind of the same way. Well, we want to keep the books and your oldest is, how old was she when she told them? Probably what, six at that time or two years, seven? Probably even younger, uh, five, five or six, maybe. Yeah. I mean, she's little. And so to, to know at that age, what it is about, to give to others. Yeah. Like kudos to mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and it, it was neat not only to hear her say that, but to see the smile on her face and, you know, just to be excited. And, um, you know, I, I'm grateful for those experiences that really taught us, you know, to even if you're sick on Christmas or something like that, like it could be a lot worse. <laughs> And to just really, you know, just to really be grateful for what you have. Yeah. And I think it's never too, the kids are never too young to teach. And as leading by example, as you as you and Zach are wonderful parents and, you know, showing them and the faith that you have. I know we talked a little bit, you've mentioned faith a couple of times, and I want to dive a little bit deeper as um, we come back from this next break about faith and what that means to you personally and how that has helped your journey. Um, because I know as you lean in with your heart and you're vulnerable, that people will feel you, Samantha, and know your truths and what your faith is about. And so to me, that's really important. And as we... Um, I don't know about where my listeners are today because we're all over the world, <laughs> but I've got my Santa hat on and we've got a blizzard here in Ogden. It was like, we've received how much? Six inches up on the bench where I'm at in the mountains. It's crazy cold out here, but just remembering the little things. I took the dogs up hiking in the mountains this morning and, you know, just seeing the fresh snow because we're in a drought right now and gratitude filling my heart going, thank you. Thank you for the snow. We need it so much in Utah. And, but then feeling bad because I'm looking at the trees and the heaviness of the trees and how they're just bent over. And so as I was going up my trail, I was like trying to shake these trees to loosen up the, the heavy snow because I'm like, oh, don't break, don't break. But nature can teach us so much. The strength of a tree, the strength of the, what they go through and how it can relate to our lives. And I think when we come back, we'll kind of tie in some of this together. And we'll be right back with Samantha Mullaney. And we're going to learn more about her book and her journey and her life story after this break. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. We've had the privilege on today's show to speak with Samantha Mullaney, who is a new author on her beautiful book that she has shared with us. And we're going to find more information out about it. But first off, I want you all to remember, you can get my book, Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, Target, or Walmart. If you get it, you want me to sign for local, I'll sign it. I'll meet up and sign it with you. Sundays is going to be worth something. I don't know what, but... <laughs> I always tell people, you can buy my life story for $19.99. <laughs> and I realize I'm like, ah, I'm only worth $19.99. Dang. <laughs> I'm totally joking. You can't put a price on, on life, but I'm just saying I joke around about things like that. But um, as we continue on, Samantha, please take this opportunity and share with the listeners how they can find your book and how they can get a hold of you with questions or concerns, because I know other people are going through things like that with, you know, donors and how they feel and what they can do. And you're an inspiration for others. So I really feel like you can help them out. Thank you. Yes. Well, I would love to connect with anyone that might be on a similar journey or hard times or anything like that. So uh, you can find me on um, Instagram or Facebook, Samantha Mullaney. Um, also, you can get my book on my website, samanthamullaney.com, or my book is also on Amazon. So perfect. And um, are you willing to sign if it's local? 
Of course, of course. Yes, of course. And not only this is so precious, but you guys, Kendall is now writing her name and it's like the perfect time. It's just like precious when the letters are huge and you know what I'm talking about. So she would love to sign it as well if you're interested. <laughs> oh, I am. Okay. I just have this, this brainstorm aha moment right now. I get those all the time. Yeah. You and I are going to set up, we're going to do a, a book Let's signing. Let's do we're it. Do I like love a that. Local library. I know I have a couple of local people that own business that have invited me to do that. And okay. so we'll set it up after the first of the year so we can go okay. and do that and bring Kindle and she can sign your book with you. How fun would that yes. be? Yes. Yeah, just like start promoting that come January. Yeah. January, February. Anyway, we'll talk later about that, but. Let's do Let's it. Let's do that. That will be yeah. so much fun. It was. Oh, I love it. So, listeners, before break, we were talking about, um, I asked Samantha to share a little bit about her faith with her journey that she has been on with Kindle and her the liver transplant. And as we were going to break, I mentioned how we've been hit by the snowstorm and I was up in the mountains and it's so beautiful, snow so beautiful, so much needed. So gratitude in my heart for it. But then I'm looking at the trees and how they're just bent over. And I was going through, I was trying to shake them off and just help them like lift up, lift up. And Nature plays a lot with me with lessons that God is trying to teach me. And every moment of the day, he's teaching me something new when I look outside and look at the trees or the leaves or the snow or the birds or the certain animals that are around me. And so I have my truth and my insight with what God is trying to teach me. But it's not about me today. This is about Samantha and about her life journey and her faith and what has helped her keep going. And she has mentioned faith a couple of times. And I invite you now, Samantha, to share what is your faith? And can you relate the faith to that tree that I was trying to help lift up today and shake off that heaviness on it? Yeah. Um, well, I, I love that analogy. And I think I'm a visual person, so I can totally just visualize it. And um, I I, I think so many would relate to that, just that feeling of feeling like you're going to break. And I had so many moments, so many moments where I I really felt like I was going to break. Like I can't handle one more hospital stay. I can't handle one more poke of Kendall freaking out. I can't handle her feeding tube and all her care. And like, so, so many moments of that. And I, I know I'm not alone in that. Um, but my faith has always been important to me. And to me, the biggest thing I learned was that even through all those hard years, like God was there, God was there and that I was never alone. I remember when she was diagnosed, I, for days, I was like, I couldn't even say biliary atresia. I couldn't even say that word. And I thought, well, no one else like has that, like, it's just going to be us. Mm -hmm. And then you realize like, no, you are not alone. And, you know, I I'm sure it's the, the same with any diagnosis, but you feel like you're so alone and you, and then like people, you just meet people and people that have been in similar situations and diagnoses and things like that. And, um, you aren't alone. And I know like looking back now, I can see even in those hard, hard times that God was there, God was there and he was taking some of that snow down 
but also like, it wasn't like the whole storm was away. He was just there enough because we grow in hard times. So I believe that God doesn't want to take that away completely because we grow. And I'm a totally different person now through my experiences than I was before. So, and I appreciate that, Samantha. And you said something that, um, that intrigues me as God was continually there with you. But so were people came out of the woodwork, people that have gone through the experiences with you. And I call those our angels, our earth angels, yeah. people that God sends them to us during certain times for certain reasons. And it can be a 30 second past conversation or, you know, that family that was in the hospital with you, someone that's impacted you so much. To me, there are earth angels. Oh, for sure. And they're there. And God is constantly sending people mm-hmm. to us during times when we're despair. Yeah. And the opposite is that we're also sent to help other people. Absolutely. And I mean, I know that's why my book was written. It was to share the story, to help people through loss and grief. And just like your book is written, to help people going through the process that you went through. Now, when you talk about faith um, and you knew God was there, mm-hmm. why, what was the meaning for you? Like, did you have like one of these aha things? Like he spoke to you, you saw him, you felt him. Did you feel like the weight of the world? I, I've been on my knees before pleading to God. And all of a sudden I felt like weight just lift off my shoulder, like a feeling. I just felt it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's an experience I've had a couple times. Mm-hmm. Did something like that happen or was it just a knowing? What are your thoughts? Um, yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely feeling it for sure. Um, there's one experience that comes to mind from my book. Um, I, I, to answer your question, I think a lot of times um, it's answered through other people. And so just like you said, you know, there were so many people that kind of, I felt carried me. And my hope is that now I can be that person for someone else. Um, But really quickly. So there's a story in my book that I shared of we, one day we're going to church and, um, We went to a different church because there was a family event. Anyways, right at this moment, um, I felt in my heart that Kendall needed to get a feeding tube in her stomach versus through her nose. So she's been through all the feeding tube stuff. And her doctor was like, I don't know. And normally after transplant, kiddos eat just fine and they're fine. But that wasn't Kendall's journey. She wasn't eating. She Mm -hmm. needed a tube. So we went to this church and... I had this moment where she was fussy in church and I took her out and I ended up meeting this dad. And I, I, I'm, I mentioned, I'm not super outgoing, but I said something to him like, Oh, she's not used to being in church. She's rowdy. And it's like out of nowhere, he was like, Oh, I totally know what you mean. And he said, he said, you know, my son has had some health challenges and he said, he actually has a feeding tube. And I was like, what? And he said, would you like to see it? I said, sure. And so he showed me his feeding tube in his belly and I would have never known. But to me, it was 
such like, what are the odds that I would be in this different building that I would meet this parent? Like there were so many things. And to me, it was God speaking to me of you're on the right path. I felt like there were so many times as a mom where I felt God was talking to me of certain things we should do with Kendall's um, care and things like that. And things that would come that I knew were like way beyond me. (laughs) And just, um, but that, that was one experience where I knew for sure, like, okay, this feeling that I'm having that she needs this feeding tube to be different than it was before. It, it really helped me know that, that, you know, I was on the right track and, um, it's neat to notice those moments because they're there, but we have to notice them. Yeah, the tender mercies or little miracles that we have every day to me are amazing. And you're, you were open enough to see it. Mm-hmm. And God knows what he's doing. Trust me, he knows exactly where you need to be at a certain time. And he's going to make sure you get there. If not, <laughs> something else is going to happen. But he does. And that's the beauty, I think, with faith and um, with trusting in a higher being, whatever you believe in, if it's God, the universe, whatever that higher being is, whatever it is, that spirituality that you have, that connection you have. And we all have the gifts of intuition. And it's a muscle. It's something that we have to learn to use. And the way that we use it is having that connection, relying. And when we're in the depths, like we talked about, the depths of where everything, we can't go on another step. Finally, we turn to God. We turn our trust into him even more so than ever before. And we learn to just be and allow him to control or to drive the truck. I'm always like, okay, steering wheel, drive for me. I'll go jump in the back seat, right? I'm always like, ego in the back seat. I want my intuition forward, my heart open so I can listen to my heart, speak through my heart and not so much my ego. And I appreciate you sharing those personal stories with us. It's been a treat, Samantha, having you here with us. Word of advice that you could give our listeners today during this time and what you've been through, what's something that they could take back with them? Um, a lot of things, but I think just, just realize that you're strong. Um, there's times when we feel like Karen mentioned that, that branch and that we're just going to break. And I think a lot of times we're forced to be in situations where we realize like, you know, you don't really have a choice. You are strong, but just realize how strong you are. And even on the worst days, um, just give yourself some grace and know that, you are strong. And I believe those things that come to you are for a reason. And so you're strong and keep going. I appreciate that. Listeners, remember what Samantha just said. You're strong and keep going. One step in front of the other. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go run a marathon today. Just those baby steps. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it. And if you want to run a marathon, more power to you. I'll be on the sidelines cheering you on because I'm not doing that. Remember our affirmations for this week. I am being. Take this time this week and just be. Give some time to you. Fill your cup like Samantha talked about and began the show. Filling her cup each day so she can give back to others. Mm-hmm. The breath is a gift of life. Choose now and live. Remember, this world is not for sissies. We are here to experience our own story as we each walk our personal journeys. Have an amazing day and thank you for choosing to be here now.
Until next week, sending you all love and light. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or Never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon. 